ഹമദുറീമ وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العبدة من لساني يفقه قولي دروا شيء فلما الله Sulh al-Hudaybiyya the peace treaty of Hudaybiyya it becomes very clear and apparent that the mission of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was only to promote peace unity between all the different communities in Arabia the peace treaty was completely one sided totally partial favoring the kuffar but with that nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not wish to engage in battle with the kuffar even if it was one sided in fact when we look at it with a broader picture Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came as rahmatul lil alameen as a mercy for all of mankind Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's mission was only to spread Islam in the condition of peace and that is why the fundamental teaching of Rasulullah is afshus salam bainakum whenever you see your fellow muslim brother the very first words that come out from your mouth should be assalam to remind you constantly that the mission of anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam is salamati peace and nothing else inshallah what i wish to do in this uh, session is that as we proceed further into the seerah of hazrat umar ibn al-khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an and in fact even the seer of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam it is vitally important that we understand clearly the different tribes and communities that were there in the time of the khulafai rashidin and also in the time of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam that will give us a better picture when we talk about hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala an and his decisions that he made with the different tribes for an example in madinatul munawwara when nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam migrated from makkah madina was a city 
that was very multicultural. All sorts of people were living there, atheists included, mushrikeen. You had people who followed uh, the tradition of Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam, and the most powerful community was the Jewish community that was holding the entire economy of Madinatul Munawwara at that time. Tribes like Banu Qaynuqa and Banu Nazir. And how Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam dealt with the Jewish communities, especially Banu Israel, the Jewish communities, and how the communication level was with them. That is very, very important as Muslims, whenever we take in history, tarikh, we must understand the nature of each of the different tribes and communities in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Banu Qaynuqa, Banu Nazir, all of them were Jewish tribes. When we look into the Quran, we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described the Jewish people with many names. One name is Banu Israel. Banu Israel. And sometimes Allah has described them as Al Yahud. Al Yahud Nasara Al Yahud. And the ulama have mentioned that approximately 450 verses of the Quran talks about uh, Yahud and Banu Israel, or where there is a mentioning of Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. In fact, the very first para, the fifth ruku of the first para, Allah talks about Banu Israel. Ya Bani Israel, adhkuru ni'mati allati an'amtu alaykum wa anni faddaltukum ala al-alameen. O people of Banu Israel. So who are Banu Israel? And this name given to them, Al-Yahud. How did Banu Qaynuqa get to Madinatul Munawwara? Even before Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam arrived in Madinatul Munawwara, the Jewish tribe had settled there for many, many years. How did they get there? What is the history of the Jewish community? We have to understand that Banu Israel means children of Israel. Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was born in Babylon, born in Babylon, in Iraq. And he migrated from Babylon to Canaan. And that is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with Ishaq alayhi salatu was salam. And from Ishaq alayhi salatu was salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam. And it is the title given to Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam which is Israel. So people knew Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam as Israel. And so when you mention uh, the word Banu Israel, it refers to the 12 children and their generations, the entire generation, all the descendants of Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam as Banu Israel. The very famous son of Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam is Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam. And another famous brother of Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam is also Binyamin. So all the children, Banu Israel from Babylon, Iraq, they moved to Canaan. And that is where they were living. Another term that Allah uses is Yahud. Ulama have mentioned that the word Yahud again refers to one of the child of Yaqub alayhi salam. As you have Yusuf, 
you had Binyamin and another child was Yehuda. The other child was Yehuda. So talking about Yehuda, all the brothers and their children, that entire generation, all is referred as the people of Yehud, as in one family, all connected to Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam. So you either describe them as being Banu Israel, or some people describe them as being Al-Yahud, Yahudi. And some people have said, no, the word Yahud comes from the Arabic root word Hadin. But generally the ulama prefer the first opinion that it is from Yehuda, the son of Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam. That is where the entire community gets its name. We even get that we have different surnames. Somebody, Gadiali would mean someone who repairs watches. And you'll find other surnames that, that have just become surnames. And in reality, uh, it refers to some of the jobs of their forefathers. So here it talks about one individual who is Yehuda. And the entire community was given a name by that individual. Where is he from? Oh, he is from the Yehuda tribe. From the Yehuda tribe. And that tribe was then known as Al-Yahud. So from Kanaan, the entire tribe, all the children of Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam were living in that zone. When the brothers disliked Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam's close relationship with Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam and out of jealousy subhanallah and this jealousy is a cancer in the community and it is jealousy that invites people to go to foolish men and only Allah knows of the iman and using those zalimin to perform magic on individuals Subhanallah And it, I'm just talking about an incident that was related to me just today Subhanallah Muslims are doing jadu and magic And this is out of hasad This is out of jealousy And so you don't like one brother in that position And you will go out there And you will find that for money a person will do anything And you give them money And they will assure you that you pay me this much amount of money and within six months that individual will have a car crash and he will die. Allahu Akbar. And it has happened to great scholars, scholars, that when they would stand up for salah they could not read, read even Surah Al-Fatiha. And this is sihr, this is jadu. And this is the hasad that the Jewish community had with Rasulullah. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam also went through that. And sihr, magic was done on Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Al-Yazubillah. Many, many people today. Many people. Not only people from Africa, North Africa, but even from India, Bangladesh, Pakistan. All sorts of people. For money, they will do jadu and they are connected to shayateen. Al-Yazubillah. And that is kufr. And it was hasad of the brothers, children of Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam, which the Quran refers as Banu Israel. They disliked Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam. And someone even said that we might as well get rid of him, kill him. And some of the brothers made mashwara and they said no. 
they finally decided to abandon him in a well. Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam was in the well until some travelers passed by going towards Egypt. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this in the Quran. وَجَاءَتْ سَيَّارَةٌ فَأَرْسَلُوا وَارِدَهُمْ فَأَدْلَى دَلْوَةٌ قَالَ يَا بُشْرَى هَذَا غُلَامٌ وَأَسَرُّهُ بِضَعَةٌ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ And some of the travelers were traveling, they wanted water, and one of them let the bucket down in the well, and Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam was there visible, and when he was lifted up, Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam was only a, a, a very young child, and someone said, Ya Bushra Hada Gulam, or good news. We have a beautiful young boy, a child. Ya Bushra Hada Gulam, and they hid him to make him a piece of merchandise. They took him to Egypt, and they sold Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam. For Allah says, Bithamanin baksin darahima ma'duda. A few coins. Darahima ma'duda. For a few coins. Very cheaply they sold Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam. Wakanu fihi min al zahideen. And they showed no interest in Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam. And so one from Banu Israel for the very first time from the zone of Babylon and then Kanaan, Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam was the first individual from Banu Israel to get to Egypt. And when he got to Egypt, subhanallah, this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plans. Aziz Misr, one of the great ministers of Egypt, when he looked at Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam, he bought him. And furthermore, all the allegations and accusation, aliyazu billah, that Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam seduced Zalikha, the wife of Aziz Misr, and for that he was put in prison. And after many years, when he came out acquitted from the blame, Aziz Misr gave him that position, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam. He became the financial minister of Egypt. Financial minister. How Allah works. How did Banu Israel, the Jewish tribe, move from Babylon to Canaan? And how did they get to Egypt? Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu was was the financial minister. And now there was drought in Canaan. No food. And people knew if you wanted food, the only man giving food was in Egypt, Yusuf alayhi salam, a great king, a pious man, a nabi of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this in the Quran, وَجَاءَ إِخْوَةُ Yusuf, And the brothers of Yusuf alayhi salam came to Yusuf. وَجَاءَ إِخْوَةُ Yusuf, فَدَخَلُوا عَلَيْهِ فَعَرَفَهُمْ وَهُمْ لَهُ مُنْكِرُونَ And Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam being young, he was a nabi, he had that sharp memory, he could recognize the brothers. وَهُمْ لَهُ مُنْكِرُونَ And they did not recognize him. A handsome man, Yusuf alayhi salam, but they did not recognize him. Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam gave them all the stock of food that they wanted. Every item was loaded to them. And subhanallah, as the story goes, my respected brothers, my maqsad here is not to 
talk about uh, everything that happened to Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam very quickly historically how the Jewish communities uh, had spread out in the Middle East and how Banu Qaynuqa and Banu Nazir got to Madinatul Munawwara and what decisions Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam had taken in his time and how it was finalized in the Khilafat of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an. For that we need to have some understanding of uh, the Jewish background, the communities. Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam was there. He said to the brothers that I am your brother and I want uh, my father Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam to come here and that all of us can live in Egypt. And Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam gave the brothers the kurta and subhanallah Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam at that time was blind but when the kurta touched the face of Yaqub alayhi salam sight was given to him now the entire community all the family members all of Banu Israel from Kanaan reunite with Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salam and they settle in Egypt and it is said now Banu Israel the Jewish community lived in Egypt for approximately 400 years and again after 400 years it is shaitan uh, people chanting out nationalistic slogans after 400 years people were saying that we are the citizens of Egypt and these people are muhajireen Banu Israel are muhajireen they are second class citizens we are the indigenous people, we are the Egyptians, we are the Misriyun. And these people were known as the Qiptiyun, the Coptics, the Qiptiyun. And the Qiptiyun disliked Banu Israel. So there were skirmishes and a lot of fighting between Banu Israel and the Qiptiyun. The Qiptiyun would say that we are the, the real citizens of Egypt. You came from Babylon you must move back to Babylon. Egypt belongs to us. Egypt belongs to us. So that difficulty was there. And Fir'aun was a tyrant. He was a zalim. And Fir'aun only took the side of the Qiptiyun. And it is said slowly every single Banu Israel was taken as a slave. And the only job that was given to them was hard labor. Hard labor. Uh, for an example in the construction work or carving out, taking stones out from the mountain boulders building work, that was their job they, they, were, they were enslaved by Fir'aun and this continued for many many years until Fir'aun saw a dream he saw a dream that this fire coming from the direction of Jerusalem heading towards Egypt this outrageous fire, it surrounded all the borders of Egypt and it was burning all the Qiptiyun, the Coptics but no harm came to Banu Israel, the fire did not burn Banu Israel now Fir'aun saw this dream and so now he invited the scholars and he said to the learned people in Egypt that this is my dream, what is the meaning of it? very quickly the scholars said to Fir'aun that from Banu Israel a child will be born and he will take away your kingdom. 
He will take away your power. He will destroy the system of the Fara'een, Fir'aun. Immediately, a royal command was given by Fir'aun. He was a tyrant, Zalim. Kill every male child born to the Israelis. Kill every male child born to Banu Israel. And in one day, thousands and thousands of children were killed. One dream and thousands were killed. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subhanallah, He has the power over all things. Musa alayhi salatu was salam was that child. And Allah wanted to protect Musa alayhi salam. And when Allah protects, nobody can harm that individual. Nobody can harm. Long, long time ago I read an article that there was one man fed up of life and he wanted to commit suicide. Pakistan And so he went to this very high building and he said, now that is it, you know, I'd rather die. And he fell from that very high building and there was a pedestrian, a person walking. He fell on top of that individual. That person died and he's still alive. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> was he expecting anything from the top? This is the Qudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ajeeb. Yunus alayhi salatu wa salam, Allah wanted to protect him. Allah protects him in the belly of a whale, a fish. Subhanallah. Ibrahim alayhi salam in the fire. And so Fir'aun wanted to get rid of all the male children in Banu Israel. But Allah put it in the heart of the mother of Musa alayhi salam. That make a wooden casing. And nowadays you have Moses basket. Moses basket. Allah Akbar, I don't know where they get that from. Moses basket. How can you say Moses basket? It's not Moses basket. Moses, Hazrat Musa alayhi salam is the great Nabi of Allah. It was not a basket. Only Allah knows what it was. It was like a wooden casing. And Allah put in the heart of the mother of Musa alayhi salatu was salam and she put Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam in that case. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in the heart of the mother of Musa alayhi salam that that case should be dislodged in into the river Nile. And it so happened that that evening Fir'aun in his royal yacht with Asiya was out for a stroll. And now the mother from a distance is viewing. She wanted the child to be protected from the army of the Fir- of the Fara'een Fir'aun and to be saved from Fir'aun. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pushing this wooden case towards Fir'aun himself. Mm. And so the guards that were with Fir'aun, they said to Fir'aun that we see something coming close to this yacht. And Fir'aun said, see what it is. And the guards went close and they opened up this wooden box and inside they found Hazrat Musa alayhi salam. And when Fir'aun saw Musa alayhi salam, Fir'aun said to the guard, get rid of this child. Kill Musa alayhi salatu was salam. Kill this child and show no mercy, no pardoning. And Hazrat Asiya intervened and she said, let me see who it is. 
Musa alayhi salam looked at Hazrat Asiya and Hazrat Asiya said to Fir'aun, you see a wife has a lot of power. A woman has a lot of power. A woman has a lot of power. And the wife of Fir'aun said, La taqtuluhu. Why do you want to kill one innocent child? Haven't you done enough killing for the day? Hundreds and hundreds of children have been killed. La taqtuluhu. Don't kill this innocent face, innocent child. Look at this beautiful child. La taqtuluhu. Asa yinfa'ana. Maybe this child will benefit us. Awnatakhidahu walada. That I can take him to be my own child. Awnatakhidahu walada. And Fir'aun gave into the demands of Asiya radiallahu ta'ala anha. And he looked at Musa alayhi salam. It is mentioned in some of the books of history that when Musa, when Fir'aun looked at Musa alayhi salatu was salam, Musa alayhi salam pulled the beard of Fir'aun. Musa alayhi salam pulled the beard of Fir'aun. And then he looked at Musa alayhi salam and he wanted to change his mind. But the, he already gave his word to the wife, Hazrat Asiya. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works. Now Musa alayhi salatu was salam is a member of the royal family. Fir'aun in his palace. Fir'aun takes the responsibility for the upbringing of Musa alayhi salam. Not only that, there is a fixed salary that he is providing to Musa alayhi salam's mother. And Musa alayhi salam... Musa alayhi salam's mother did not even need to stay in, in the palace. Fir'aun said, if you wish, you can take Musa alayhi salatu was salam with you in your own house. And that is what she was doing. And for that, for breastfeeding, Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam and looking after him, Fir'aun was giving the mother a salary. This is the kudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam grew up. Now I want the brothers to remember exactly what I am saying. This is not just a story that I am relating. I am actually putting in front of you the history, the tarikh of the Jewish community and what is meant by Banu Israel. How Yusuf alayhi salatu was salam was there. And Musa alayhi salatu was salam was born in Egypt. After that episode when Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam also grew up, once he saw a qibti fighting with a stranger. Musa alayhi salatu was salam was standing there and that stranger was saying, please help me, please help me. Musa alayhi salatu was salam, a young man now, went close to that individual and noticed that that kipti was bullying, bullying the stranger. So that Musa alayhi salatu was salam tried to push him. I won't push Amare Musa by Muazzin here. Musa alayhi salam slightly pushed him and he was still aggressive. Musa alayhi salatu was salam says okay and Musa alayhi salam slapped him now when you slap someone generally you don't expect a person to die <laughs> and Musa alayhi salatu was salam slapped him and Allah says faqadha alayhi and that person died <laughs> that person died straight away Musa alayhi salam knew straight away Allah put it in his heart Musa alayhi salam knows that Fir'aun disliked Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam. But it was because of Asiya radiallahu ta'ala anha that full protection was given to Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam. Any excuse and Fir'aun would want to deal with Musa alayhi salam. So this was the excuse that he 
unintentionally also, but it was due to that one slap of Musa alayhi salam that that person died. Yeah. Allah put it into the heart of Musa alayhi salam that now it is time for you to leave Egypt. Subhanallah. Now Musa alayhi salam leaves Egypt. How did Banu Israel get from Babylon, Canaan into Egypt? Yusuf alayhi salam, then after Yusuf alayhi salam, the dream, the dream of Fir'aun, and then the birth of Musa alayhi salam. And now for the first time, Musa alayhi salam leaves Egypt. And as he goes out from Egypt, he, gets, he comes to an area which is known as Madian. And in Madian, again, another great Nabi of Allah, Hazrat Shu'ab alayhi salatu was salam, old in age. And Shu'ab alayhi salatu was salam was there. And Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam, that entire story is mentioned in the Quran. 450 ayats are mentioned in the Quran, dedicated to everything that happened with the people of Yahud and Musa alayhi salatu was salam. Shu'ab alayhi salatu was salam looked at Hazrat Musa alayhi salam and he said to Musa alayhi salam, I want you to make nikah with one of my daughters. Nikah was performed. Again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this in the Quran to show the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam how important nikah is. With the heavy responsibility that Anbiya alayhi salam have to give da'wat to the non-Muslims and people like Fir'aun, Allah made him leave Egypt and meet Shu'ab alayhi salam and that is where Allah had decreed for him to make nikah with the daughter of Shu'ab alayhi salatu wasalam. And that is why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, An-nikahu min sunnati, nikah is my sunnah. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Min sunanil mursaleen, it is the sunnah of all the prophets that came. He stayed in Madian for eight years. After eight years, Musa alayhi salam was a powerful young man. He decided to go back and return to Egypt to meet Fir'aun. And this was even before Nabuwat. And he wanted to go return back to Egypt with his wife. And so now as Musa alayhi salam now from Madian returning back to Egypt, on his way he passes from the valley of Ti. And there in the valley of Ti, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala crowns Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wassalam with prophethood. Nabuwat is given to him and Allah says, Inni an Allah la ilaha illa ana fa'budni wa aqimis salat al zikri. I am Allah and worship none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and establish your salah to remember me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala crowned him with Nabuwat and that responsibility was now given to him. Allah said to him, I want you to go to Egypt and talk to Fir'aun and invite him to worship one God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Musa alayhi salatu wasalam made a request to Allah that if his brother Harun alayhi salam could accompany him. And Allah accepted that. Harun akhishdud bihi azri wa ashrikhu fi amri kay nusabbihaka kathira wa nazkuraka kathira innaka kunta bina basira. Allah accepted that. Harun alayhi salatu wasalam and Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. As Hazrat Musa alayhi salam returns back to Egypt, meets Fir'aun face to face and invites him. And Allah even tells him the methodology of da'wah, that when you speak to a non-Muslim, speak to him in a soft tone. In a soft tone. Not like some people, eh, 
become a Muslim. As, uh, as it was recently mentioned, the two, were they aid workers or journalists? Journalists. Uh, it's hard to believe that Muslims could force anyone to become Muslims and to point guns at someone and say you have to become a Muslim. Allah does not want that sort of Islam. Allah has clearly mentioned La ikrah fi deen There is no compulsion. The uncle of Rasulullah did not embrace Islam. The uncle of Rasulullah. Uh, from the uncles only two had embraced Islam. There is no compulsion. There is no force in Islam. It is about conquering the hearts. And this is what Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam did. It was not about materialistic life, everything that is connected to dunya, it is about the heart, to conquer the heart. This was the mu'jiza of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So Allah said to Musa alayhi salam, when you talk to Fir'aun, فَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلَ لَيِّنَا Speak to him softly, in a good tone. Naram naram lahjay mein baat karna And so Musa alayhi salam and Harun alayhi salam both go to him and say to him, Fir'aun, it is about time that you surrender to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you worship Allah in his arrogance. Fir'aun said, فَمَنْ رَبُّكُمَا يَا مُوسَى Who is your Rabb, O Musa? You tell me to worship Allah, who is your Lord? Who is your Rabb? The arrogance that was there. أَنَا رَبُّكُمُ الْأَعْلَى فَمَنْ رَبُّكُمَا يَا مُوسَى Who is your Lord? What are you talking about? And Musa alayhi salam says, رَبُّنَا الَّذِي أَعْطَى كُلَّ شَيْءٍ خَلْقَهُ ثُمَّ هَدَى My Lord is that individual, that zat that has given a beautiful face to everything in the creation. To everything in the creation Allah has given a beautiful face. Everything. The stars, the moon, the trees, everything that is there. Allah has given it a shape. Allah is Khalik, Allah is the creator. ثُمَّ هَدَى And Allah gives it guidance. Fir'aun categorically rejected the, 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 the pagham, the message of Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, and instead accused him and said to him, Ajitana, have you come to me so that by your magic, so that by your magic you can take control over Egypt and become the king of Egypt? So that you want to take us out from Egypt, you want to take the Qiptiyun and the king, I am the king, Fir'aun, out of Egypt by your magic, you are a sahir, you are a, a magician. And Fir'aun appointed a day and said to Musa alayhi salam that I want you to come on that appointed time, that day, and I will have my army. Fir'aun had a vast army and one of his army were all magicians. One section of the army was, was all magicians. And so he invited all the magicians. And Fir'aun said that if you defeat and overpower this man Musa alayhi salam, you will be very close to me. On that day, he said that Musa alayhi salam and Harun alayhi salam on one side and in front was a group of all the magicians. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave a command, wahi, that Ya Musa, alqi asad, put your asa down. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned that asa into a giant snake. 
giant snake. The snake was so big, it is said that uh, one portion of the upper lip of the snake was touching the high balcony of the palace of Fir'aun. That is how big the snake was. And subhanallah, it is said that it gobbled away everything that the magicians put in front of Musa alayhi salatu was salam. All of them fell into sajda. And they said that Musa alayhi salam is the Nabi of Allah. He is not a magician. Amanna bi Rabbi Harun. Amanna bi Rabbi Harun wa Musa. We bring faith in the Rabb of Musa alayhi salam and Harun alayhi salam. Lafiran says, all of you are of one group and are friends to each other. And you met before this day and this was a plan so that you can uh, make sure that the Qiptiyun disagree with what Fir'aun says. This was your plan. Everything went out of control for Fir'aun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave wahi to Musa alayhi salam that it is now time for him to leave Egypt again. So with Banu Israel he leaves Egypt. Musa alayhi salam takes one route and subhanallah that was a dead end. A dead end. In front is Bahre Kulzum and behind you have Fir'aun and the army. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the passage for Hazrat Musa alayhi salam Allah split open Bahre Kulzum and all of Banu Israel with Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam entered into Bahre Kulzum and left Egypt. Fir'aun with his army when he saw that the water was split open he decided also to plunge into uh, that dry land a safe passage thinking maybe this was due to his great magic because Fir'aun himself was a magician. Fir'aun himself was a great magician. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala killed Fir'aun and his entire army in Bahre Kulzum. They were all drowned totally. And now Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam leaves Egypt with Banu Israel. Now here again you see the Jewish tribe that we refer to as Banu Israel for the second time leaving Egypt and how they scattered what happens to them how the Jewish community settled into the different areas of the Middle East and how the Jewish communities Banu Qaynuqa, Banu Nazir settled into Madinatul Munawwara Inshallah if Allah wills we will continue with that in the next session Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana muhammadin nabiyyil umi wa ala alihi wa salim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tuba alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk ya Allah ya Rahman ya Rahim hamari is majlis ko kabool farma Allah is majlis ko kabool farma Allah jitne log yaha baithe huye hai ya Allah mahaz teri raza ke liye baithe hai mahaz Allah ke rasool ki baat sunne ke liye baithe hai ya Allah is baithne ko kabool farma ya Allah sunne والوں کو قبول فرما بولنے والے کو قبول فرما اللہ تیری ذات تو بہانہ ڈھونڈتی ہے یا اللہ یہ ایک بہانہ بن جائے ہماری نجات کا یا اللہ ہمیں عافیت دے یا اللہ ہمیں عافیت دے یا اللہ ہسپتال سے بچا بیماری سے بچا یا اللہ عزت کے بعد ذلت سے بچا یا اللہ عزت کے بعد ذلت سے بچا یا اللہ جس کو جو پریشانی ہے یا اللہ اس پریشانی کو دور فرما یا بیوی میں یا اللہ کوئی تکلیف ہو یا اللہ اس تکلیف کو دور فرما اولاد میں کوئی تکلیف ہو یا اللہ 
اس تکلیف کو دور فرما یا اللہ گھریلو پریشانی ہو اس پریشانی کو دور فرما یا اللہ شعبان کا مبارک مہینہ آ گیا ہے یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے کہ ہم اس مہینے کی قدر کرے یا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے کہ رمضان کے مہینے کی قدر کر لے اللہ ہمیں متقین میں سے بنا دے مخلصین میں سے بنا دے اللہ کریم مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما جہاں کہیں مسلمان پریشان حال ہو اللہ ان کی پریشانی کو دور فرما اللہ ہمیں صاحب قرآن بنا اللہ ہمیں صاحب حدیث بنا صاحب سنت بنا اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے ہم نیک لوگوں کی صحبت اختیار کر سکے اللہ ہمیں توفیق دے ہم دین کی خدمت کر سکے اللہ ہماری مساجد کی حفاظت فرما مدارس کی حفاظت فرما مکاتب کی حفاظت فرما مراکز کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ جو آدمی جس کام میں مشغول ہو دین کی خدمت کر رہا ہو یا اللہ انہیں ترقی دے اللہ انہیں ترقی دے یا اللہ حسد کی بیماری سے ہمیں بچا یا اللہ حسد کی بیماری سے ہمیں بچا یا اللہ جادو سے ہمیں بچا یا اللہ سحر کے اثر سے بچا جادو کے اثر سے یا اللہ ہماری حفاظت فرما یا اللہ حاسدین کی حسد سے بچا یا اللہ ہمیں غیبت سے بچا یا اللہ امراض ظاہرہ امراض باطنہ سے ہماری حفاظت فرما نستغفر کا و نتوب الیک سمعنا و اطعنا غفرانا کربنا و الیک المسیر برحمتی کیا ارحم الراحمین